Welcome to Messy Buns Podcast. I'm Mary. This is Elise. And today we're talking about docility. What are your plans for life? What are your plans for tomorrow? All of this while welcoming God into every moment. We hope you're ready. Speaking of plans for tomorrow, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So I I have a little story to tell you. Um, Will and I haven't gone on like any type of vacation. We've been really stuck at this house since we moved in. Um, And we actually got to go um, to Church Point, Louisiana um, Mm -hmm. to, now this is just a funny story, Um, try to follow this. Our, okay. <laughs> we were having a whole conversation about how we have to talk about this relationship. Um, but my my father-in-law's girlfriend's house. Father, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Follow. So um, they've been together forever, though. Mm-hmm. So so Dexter, her son, and then Will and I were all laughing about how we try to explain their relationship and how it's like we feel like, oh, well, he's my stepbrother, but he isn't really my stepbrother. But like, so we go around. That's not even the story, but it was okay. just funny. We were laughing because we realized that we all do this when trying to explain and how annoying it is. Yeah. And so we were like, let's just call him my stepbrother. Let's just do that. You right. Know. And Anyway, so we were having this awesome time. Um, it was so nice to just be away. And they have like, oh, my gosh, she's got like horses in the back pasture. Ooh. And like, yeah, it's like it's it yeah, really didn't is. ride any horses, though. No, I wanted to. I was trying to get no. one to come to me, you know, but <laughs> I was I was trying to make friends. With horsey, one of them. <laughs> I, I literally was doing that and it did not come to me. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to have to get Dexter to tell me like how to get a horse to like sure. be my friend. Sure. Um, Anyways, so it was just really cute because like we haven't had that like stress relief. You know, it's like when you go on vacation. Yeah. Like you have this like it's just lighter, you know, and it was really great, too, because his grandma um, who has been battling cancer. um, Yeah, it's been been a long time. Yeah. Well, we found out about it the day that we lost Elijah. Um, Yeah, it was like the the worst time of year for everyone. But um, anyways, so you know, he hasn't gotten to see her since she started her treatments and everything. Mm. And, you know, um, thankfully the treatments, you know, are working right now. So, but I was amazed that she made this like 13 hour journey. Um, and they're dot and dawn is, is it's say uh, what dot and dawn. That's what we call them. Grandpa, 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 yeah. Grandpa Don and grandma dot. Oh, that is adorable. And and they're just like the, I love these two. Like they're so, they're so amazing. And so, um anyway so that's why we went you know like normally i wouldn't have even left the house for for that but um it was such a great trip and we were laughing so much fun well this one morning you know how like will is like a really heavy sleeper yeah you know well only because you've told me yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) you know how like when you sleep with us (laughs) (laughs) when you crawl into the bed in the middle of the um (laughs) just kidding um so so we're like all snuggled in this bed you know in the morning and it's literally i don't even remember why we were up or whatever but it was like four o'clock in the morning okay and um it was probably because of the dogs and so we're we're talking but like mid-sentence 
<laughs> Will keeps falling asleep. Oh God! Like so, literally, we're having that and we're laughing, and then he's falling asleep. <laughs> but then he's waking up and telling me that the dream that he's had. But literally, but was he still sleeping or he but, was waking no, he up? Literally, and telling he, you? like he was. He wasn't still sleeping. He was fully like oh, he'd gotcha. fully wake okay. up, but then he'd fully fall asleep, oh, like geez. into like a REM cycle where he was dreaming. But it was like a second. But he'd have a full dream within this. I, and I'm not joking. It was a second. So he kept doing this like a few seconds after oh and so gosh. i'm literally laughing hysterically because he's falling asleep and i'm like you didn't even have time to dream that <laughs> how did you get I don't that even understand. wait all right well this goes into a other another whole podcast on how fast and deeply oh guys gosh. fall asleep yes what is it happening pisses me Look, off. i know this kind of experience far too well because my husband <laughs> falls asleep <laughs> So easily. So I feel like I can relate a little bit. But I was like, it was like the ultimate form of it because because he kept falling and, and dreaming. And he's, ha- and he's literally describing these like ridiculous dreams to me. And I'm like, you did not have time to dream that. Seriously. You were just talking to me. And then like, you're literally, literally challenging yeah. his dreams yeah. while this is happening. <laughs> I just couldn't believe not it. True. It was so it was so funny. Um, And he was totally ser- like it. it he wasn't making it up. It was just, it was that funny. That's so awesome. I just kept laughing because he's trying to tell me the dreams that I'm like, you didn't have time for this. That's you were literally own, just talking to me. It's oh TV my God. show right there. So it was, but it was so fun because we were literally laughing like two little kids, like, you best. know, in the morning. Oh my gosh. I know. And I was like, this is why we need to leave our house. <laughs> so badly <laughs> and just have more like oh my God. experiences like that yeah, yeah. Well, oh everybody gosh, does so i mean fun. every married couple needs that every once in a uh, while yeah i'm so glad you got to even do if that. you're not married like you can totally go on a vacation, on a vacation. this is true <laughs> this is a true statement so so we're talking about docility today Mm. And I'll explain. So like I talked about what are your life plans? What are your plans for tomorrow even? And so that just we're, we were chatting about just the idea of how important being docile to the Holy Spirit. You know what? That should be the word of the day, Elise. Docile. We should define that for everybody. Okay. Let's see if my phone's going to work. Should have uh, had this up already, but here we go. And of course, my phone's not going to work, but we can try to self-define. I don't know how fruitful that will be, but it just kind of basically means like how how is your ability, your openness to to move basically um, from the Holy Spirit uh, talking to you? How well are you able to receive that and then actually move in that direction? And take a step forward and do things. And then maybe something changes or maybe you realize you were wrong and then to move again. (laughs) <laughs> right does right. that kind of explain it did you get it, it up? yeah so it's talking about um oh gosh is it gone you know you know like how they'll give you like a little bit in like about an article and it kind of is like the whole gist but then you click on it and it's a whole article that's what oh. just happened okay it says docility of the holy spirit the more responsive we are to the holy spirit the more he will work in us um responsive that's yeah. a good yeah that's a good way to put it. And then I'll, you before when we were chatting, you were talking about moving. I liked that. Making moves. Right. right. You hear that in rap songs a lot. <laughs> and I really like it. <laughs> just, that's what I keep thinking of. I'm like, I need to write a lyric with that. Oh, this is good. It says, our Lord Jesus wants it. 
What? Once what? That's I the definition of docility? Seriously? It's just awesome. I think this is a typo. Our Lord Jesus wants it. We have to follow him closely. There is no other way. This is the task of the Holy Spirit in each soul in yours too. You have to be docile so as not to put obstacles in the way of your God. Nice. I still don't understand the Lord wants it. The Lord wants it. I mean, name any virtue or anything, but hey, it works. He does want it. Yeah. So I like, well, and I think that's kind of like what we were talking about is the second part of that is the obstacles, like not like moving, but but actually having these obstacles too, which is so funny because it goes back to what we were talking about with the Lent, you know, and I was telling you about um, feeling called to go back to school yes. and like, you know, needing to try to find scholarships to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing God lead me to do this, but yeah. I'm not doing it. Yes. So, so I'm putting an obstacle there you know, and that's something that we need to overcome. Mm-hmm. Like, and sometimes we think too hard about things right. and instead of just doing, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. And then that's where you made me start thinking about just life plans in general, where we need to be docile because you didn't anticipate your life to look this way. Yeah. And no. you had all these expectations that were very, I mean, and let's just be honest, it takes years to kind of get this way, but mm-hmm. it, it, you know, we're docile in big ways and docile in small ways. Mm-hmm. So you've taken that now and you're like, okay, well, maybe you didn't call me to do these things that I was thinking before, Lord, but like now, like, what are you calling me to do? Right. And I don't think you necessarily can see, you know, oh, yeah. and this is what we were talking about is like looking at your life, you know, mm-hmm. like I've watched what God is doing with you. And, and you answered one simple call, you know, which was, um, you know, you felt called to, what would you say was like the first thing, like blogging about um, oh, infertility or? Yeah, I would say that was the um, very first thing when I was like, after I got diagnosed a long time right, ago. Yeah. Right. So like, maybe you can describe like, because I, I, I'm like, man, let's break this down oh. like even further because I think that's so cool. It's like, okay, so you answered the Holy Spirit on a simple blog. You know what I mean? Which yes. then inspired this and then... Well, ins- and it also was very fulfilling and it was very cathartic for me. Like right. it was a, a way for me to release pain. And then also I realized that there were a lot of other women not talking about this. And there's right. this whole you, you know experience that women are having that nobody talks about. So I wanted to bring light to that. So right. Right. I was diagnosed with endometriosis, wrote, wrote my first blog after I was first told that I may need a hysterectomy or like someday. And it freaked me out. Yeah. So I just wrote it down. And it was received really well, surprisingly well. And um, I didn't write regularly. It was just every few months or really once or twice a year sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then only like over the years and years, it's just been more and more in my heart. But God's also been molding me and shaping me and teaching me. And I've been learning and 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 then like getting better at the craft too. But Um, and then is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then it led to like TBT and it, yeah. it's like you, you know, it's my whole point in all this. And this is what we we're talking about is simple yeses can lead to great things, mm-hmm. but we won't necessarily know what they're leading to. So when we hear these very like soft whispers of the Holy Spirit, especially when we're not paying attention, when we ignore them, we could be closing a door to something that would be life changing, you know, but those small things. And that's the the thing, 
like you have to start somewhere right right and it's like we get so afraid because we'll look at the big picture and i think this is why the lord doesn't show us what our life is going to look like because we we were too overwhelmed you know what i mean like yeah. when we look at the big picture Absolutely. we're like oh my gosh i can't <laughs> do it you know but if we take one thing at a time you know and that's that's what i've seen which is so beautiful is like, so then you started doing taking, you know, we started doing taking back the terms and then you turned it into like speaking and videos and like all these other things, you know, and that talks about endurance too, because I wanted to be at a certain place right away. And I thought, Oh yeah, these high schools are going to invite me in to speak to the girls. It'd be so easy. Like it's Catholic high schools. Duh. Not a chance. I mean, it is like, (laughs) it is like pulling teeth to eat, like not even close to happening that simply. Right. But there were so, and there were so many times where I wanted to just stop and like days that I had to, but God, the whisper that you're talking about, it was just the, the, the desire didn't go away. And so thank God, you know, and it still happens sometimes, but it's like, no, I'm going to keep pushing on. Like, because women need to hear this. It's taken that experience he's given me to make something more beautiful come out of it. So. And I think it's that, but it's it, going back to the conversation we had that one day about obedience, you know what I mean? It's, I think that, you know, part of the process is like, in a sense, a test, you know what I mean? Because it's like, well, well do you really want this? Like, because if you do, you will continue, you mm-hmm. will endure. And then he goes to the next step because he's like, no, you've proven like you're, you know, not that you have to prove something to God, you know, I don't right. mean it like he's that kind of father, but I think it's, he's slowly preparing you, you know, and he's he like, for our yes, our yes, permission. Exactly. And he's not going to force it on you. So he's like, okay, she's, this is her yes. Like she does want to do this. This is her choice and her freedom that I've given right. her. So let's move to the next step. And he reveals a little little bit more of that plan and then you look back it's so crazy because it seems like little but then you look back on all these other things that he's done to get you to this point and what a like calculated beautiful plan it is but if you denied that that docility like if you just were not you could have been in a completely different place you could have been no fruit whatsoever miserable you know and cranky and all kinds of stuff <laughs> i've never thought of it this way and i'm just i'm like yes explain it to me at least <laughs> tell me tell me more i love what you were talking about how much god respects our freedom i see over the years like he's just been molding me and just waiting for when i was ready yeah and all these things that just so many things i've experienced and it's not just me it's all of us they're training us for something else something mm-hmm. better I mean, it's just crazy to look back and and just see what he's how much he's had to work on me to get me to a certain place. So nothing is wasted, y'all. Like you're not wasting time. Right. Um, I was joking with Elise before because I've seen in a couple different areas of my life where God has I say tricked me into doing something, but it was like in a good way, you know? (laughs) Like I because what I love is that we don't always listen the first time. Or we just even though we have the best intentions, we just don't hear him right so he goes and he meets us where we are so like at about a year or two ago actually i was like oh i need to make taking back the terms into a nonprofit organization so that's kind of like i did all this research i'll put a lot of time into doing this thing that i thought he was calling me to do to grow right and so in order to get more information you know you talk to people who know what they're talking about i went to speak to the ceo at the time of uh, the woman's new life clinic because i knew she was a lawyer and you know she had done these things so i was like I was as she was a friend, so or she is a friend, so I wanted her help. And it was through that that after that she invited me to come train to be a practitioner. 
for the Creighton right. model. Right. And so I prayed on it and just, again, I, now I look back and see, oh, I was being docile in that moment right, because right. God wasn't calling me to start a nonprofit organization. Right. But you he talked was, about that for a significant amount. Oh, I was amount. very yeah, serious yeah, yeah, about yeah, it. Like yeah. I really thought it was, but that's what like the, those were the words that, that I thought was it were in my heart to get right. me to that place. So like yeah. he gets us there, yeah. you know, despite, you know, I think that if we just, our goal is to be faithful, whether we mess up or whatever, like he gets us there. We can't get in our own way too much. Right. And ultimately I, that's how, that's how I started to become a practitioner. It's just amazing. And that's where, right. that's where he wanted me to be. Well, it's, it's that trust, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's allowing, like knowing, knowing your God enough to know that he wants your happiness in all things, you know, and your true joy in all things so that whatever he's going to do, he's going to lead you to that ultimate joy. So when we have something that comes around like a nonprofit and and you're like, wait, what? I thought that's what I was supposed to do. You know, it, it, it's funny. It makes me think of like a little kid when you're doing something with like a little kid and there's like a certain process to building or whatever. And they're questioning you the whole time. And they're like, but, but what about, and and you're like, you want to be like, okay, would you just, just let, let's, Yes. I know what I'm doing. I'm 34 yes. years old. <laughs> you're five years old. You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh. right? Like, and that's, that's what great. I feel like God probably thinks with us. He's like, you know, but he's I'm, like, okay, I'll I'm let you know all your way. Yeah, I'm then... all no- I know. And then it breaks and, you know, like it, they burn themselves <laughs> on the whatever, you know. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Like, and, and it's funny because, like, even, um, you know, like with going back to school, um, which I have very little left. Um, and but I'm looking at the big picture. I'm not focusing on, hey, I'm going to start classes the day to day. Yeah, I'm not. Fo- and, and it's been so detrimental because then I'm like, well, I don't know if I can do it. And what if I fail? And and what if I put my family in debt? And, you know, like what if what if at the end of this, I'm I'm not feeling well enough to go back to work because, you know, my health hasn't improved at all. And, you know, because I'm kind of just I'm hearing this like go, like do this program, go back to school, finish your degree. But I don't know what's going to come next. Like, I have no idea. Mm. You know, I have ideas. I always have ideas. (laughs) We always know that. Always always has some big plan in her head. But like, but I don't know what it's going to lead to. You know what I mean? It could be completely different. You know, like I could do nothing with it. You know, who knows? You know, can you imagine? I mean, just it is so stressful to try to think and pick apart every movement of every day when God's just asking us to trust because he gives us the grace. Can you imagine your refrigerator or your mic going to use your microwave and in order for it to work you had to like figure out all the science and the engineering behind the buttons oh, and the way that that electricity the is plugged into <laughs> no we just trust that the microwave right, works right right i mean god has designed us as human beings and our our relationships and our brains as a certain in a certain way right and he's like Y'all, I got this. Like, I'm supposed to take care of these little right. day-to-day, things, day-to-day right. things. Trust in me. That's right. what my grace is for. Right. We think we're doing all these things day-to-day. Yeah. I got news for you. I mean, I got news for myself, really. I mean, God is m- much more involved in our lives and our right. our actions than we give him credit for, than we realize. Well, and how much, like, we cause ourselves stress for no reason. Exactly, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, which is, you know, that's, like, part of our own... And it's also part of like Satan being a turd, you know, like, 
for like, sure. Just, you know, and and it's funny because I'm like, you really need to like right now. I need to focus on writing these essays for scholarships and finding scholarships. And then I need to like, there's these very little steps that I need to to focus on. And I can't focus on the next class. I can't focus on the class that I'm going to take, you know, yeah. first or, you know, like, cause I've got to get X, Y, and Z done, you know? And it's like, he gives us these little things and we just need to be obedient to them, you know, mm-hmm. and be docile to what he's to say, like, let me like guide me each day, you know, um, instead of, wasting a whole day on ah you know freaking out you know and then you're missing what he's trying to tell you in that day you know yes. which i do all the time right. i think we so all do annoying. but i just recently realized too that when i've been praying i don't know when the change happened or if i was ever doing this really well but it's just i think we get so accommodated to the words trust and faith and prayer that i don't know for at least for me it was like i realized i had been praying and like asking God to think for the, you know, whatever my daily prayer, but there was no faith. Like there was no intern, like prayer is, is we have to enter into a prayer to a certain extent. If mm-hmm. we're just saying words, mm-hmm. then it's how, yeah. how effective is that? Right. And although I was paying attention to the words I was saying, I wasn't putting like the effort of faith right. behind it. Right. And he showed me recently that I was like, wait, cause it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to to stop and say, okay, I trust you with God. Right. You kind of have to give a part of yourself to him to do that. If you're right. just saying, I trust you, I believe you, and it's not hard, <laughs> how much are you really doing that? How well, much yeah. are you really moving? You can't trust him so when like, he's already given you or shown you like I, what what it is, totally. you know? Totally. And and just so with any prayer, it's like yeah. I'm I'm praying for my husband, for Bella, like well, am I like really believing that he's going to make changes right. in our lives? And I really wasn't. I mean, just to be honest. Right, right. So that's kind of kind of can go to what you're saying as well. It's so and true. just when we're making plans, being docile, because it's so hard. I was just telling you the other day, it was just this thing that I had to let go of. And that takes actual effort. And you just even if you have to imagine like unloading and putting the load on right. Jesus, that's what he wants but it feels something. Yeah. Yeah. It's an act of the will. Like, yes, it really is. It's very much of an act of the will because you're not in control. You can't see the future, you know, so you're saying, I believe without seeing, you know, um, and there's been, you know, especially when you're in the midst of like sufferings or things like that, and you really can't see and you're in pain, like to be able to be like, I trust in you, Lord, like, I really cannot see it right now. You know, every part of me wants to be like, you're a jerk. (laughs) Yes, yes, totally. I remember like having these bad breakups. Ooh. Okay, so like it was like, I must have had maybe, I don't know, two or three bad breakups before I met my husband. And I remember like as I went through them, you know, um, had more experience and just trying to trust God through them. It's just the hardest thing when you're in it and you're feeling that you're like, I don't want to have these feelings for this person anymore. And in that moment, like I knew with my brain, well, God has not called me to be with this person. He's called if he's called me to marriage, he has called me to be with someone better. Right. And I remember having that conversation with myself, but it takes effort and like patience to get there. But it's the truth. And if we really understood that, we would be in a different place. 
Right. So that's just taking the effort to under to trust, like we're saying, trust that right. takes we give a part of ourselves. That's why it's so hard. Yeah. Despite so, our emotions at the time. Absolutely. You know, because it, it, I mean, it's so funny that the breakup, that's such a great example of it, because my gosh, are you emotional when you lose someone, you know? And you can't see the future. You can't, you know, know what's ahead. You know what I mean? Um, and, and it's funny because, like, even in an aspect of marriage, like, you have all these wonderful feelings, but, like, Will and I dated for a really long time, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, those, like, fuzzy feelings fade. And so I think you could literally question yourself into never getting married because, there's always risk if there's no trust yeah there's always so i had to like you have to get to a point where you're like lord like put and i always say this prayer like put a block put an obstacle all i want is your will and if it's not your will put every single thing and my gosh he will like i've seen him do it several times and then i see him do the opposite you know and it's so funny because even now you know all these years later we're almost this june it'll be 10 years you know that we're married and also you know we've been together for before that um there's still times where like i'm like this is why you wanted me to marry him like and it's he's still revealing the the reasons why this man is is my match and my the the thing that's going to get me to heaven and like it's so beautiful it's like falling and not in the superficial way but falling so much more in love and if i hadn't trusted god if i hadn't we were such a mess when we got married <laughs> like such a mess and like i'm like what he's done in our hearts and our lives like if i hadn't trusted him to choose my husband like I probably would have chosen somebody different who would have been the worst thing for me. You know what I mean? Well, I think you just set a great example of respecting our freedom when you ask him to put blocks in. Again, like he's not going to do that if we don't invite him to make changes in our lives. Right. But we invite him. He will. And that's the beauty of how much he loves us. I've done the same thing. Like, please don't. If I'm doing something wrong, Lord, like, please stop me because if I'm not hearing you correctly, if I'm not you know, being docile in the way you're calling me to, please stalk me. Stop, oh, yeah. stalk me. Stop me. Don't <laughs> stalk me. That's weird. But um, respecting our freedom. I think right. if we invite him to, he will. Well, even in like, well, this isn't a small matter, but I think it's more of a superficial matter. But we did that, like I did that for the house, like buying when we were looking into buying houses. Ooh, yeah. There was these two houses and I was convinced that both of them were supposed to be the house. And he hilariously, I mean, this one house was sitting on the market for like two years and all of a sudden it just went off the market. Like, right. and and it was literally, it's hilarious. Like it's so quick that he'll work. And then there was this other house and it was um, it something Oh, somebody like put an offer in right before we were about to go see it. Just you didn't know? work out. Yeah. But the funny thing is it went back on the market after we had bought our house. Oh, snap. So it literally like it, and he tricked you into not yeah. getting that house like you tricked. Okay, exactly. I, maybe I shouldn't use that word, but it just makes me but I, laugh. But, but that's this. But that's it. Like he tricks us into getting out of our own way. So it's yes. like a positive thing right. to set us, you know, more on the right path. Right. Well, and putting things in his hand, you know what I mean? Like a. It's docility, but it's also like, um, you know, I had a friend, I was stressed out about this house because, you know, these houses just, it was like, I thought this was the one and then it wasn't. And she was like, I actually just like prayed that like the Lord knew. And I thought this was so powerful. She was like, 
like the Lord knows what's in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? He knows what I need. And she was talking about her house, how she had wanted this other house, but as she's lived there, you know, similar to what I was saying about being married, yes. you know, as she's lived here, there, she's realized why the Lord chose that house. Right. And like, so that's, that's how it was with this house um, that we're in now is that like, I would not have necessarily chosen this house or location or at yeah. all, but I see now more and more why we're here. You see the fruit. Yeah. It's so. patience. It's the same thing you were talking about before. And I've been thinking about because there's things that I've been working out, working at for a really long time. I'm like, Lord, I know, I actually know you've called me to do this, but right, it's right. not taking off yet. Right. And I'm right, like, right, right. But I'm learning, even just driving here, I was praying and I feel like I've learned enough to where I'm in a really good place where I can say, no, I'm just being patient. Like you're, you're saying not now. Right. And right. I just can't believe I'm ever able to say that. But like, I trust him. Right, like I, right. I, you're just telling me not, not, not now is not the time, whether he's molding me mm-hmm. to do it in a right way or he's molding somebody else to be ready for it. I don't know. It doesn't right, matter. Right. But it's all about like we're never good disappointed by him we get disappointed by our plans not yes. working out yeah we're so never true. ever going to be disappointed right um if we trust in him and you used examples like um i used a breakup you used a house you used your marriage um infertility is no different right we right. have these plans to get married and then have babies when we're ready and that doesn't right. happen but right I think we can both um, talk, you know, testify to the fact that we've seen a lot of fruit come through our infertility. And it was right. just like, I know now God has not called me to bear physical children, physical, <laughs> biological, biological children. Yeah. You, physically. Physically. <laughs> biological. Yeah. Physically. You know, and it's just a matter of course it takes us time to get there. But um, there's so much fruit when we can trust in him and be patient in him with, you know, be patient with him and with ourselves. Right. And trust the process. And like, be docile. What is it? Well, you're not calling me to do this. What are you calling me to do right now? Well, and that's it, that. And that's why I love looking at what has been going on in your life. Because like I said, like he's like, he's, he started with this blog. He goes to, okay, I'd like you to start taking back the terms. He goes then to speaking and kind of getting a, like more notoriety and like the diocese of doing some talks at different schools and things like that. Then he calls you. He's like, okay, you're serious about this, right? So we're going to get you validation in the fact that you're going to become a practitioner. You're going to become mm-hmm. uh, uh, what is it certified or licensed i don't know Mm -hmm. uh practitioner so now you got a stamp that says i know what i'm talking about you know and like what's coming next you know like how (laughs) freaking cool is that you know and it's the it's been the same in my life where it's like these little things like i've always wanted to be a youth minister and he's used my photography business to get me organized and understanding and structured and he's used every single thing and here we are back where i started in like 2004 with my catechesis degree and i'm like ministry and gonna finish up hopefully in ministry and theology you know what i mean now you're ready yeah you have all these life experiences all this education to like put you to where now you're really gonna be a powerhouse in that and who knows like that's it's like what is it's just exciting so i think it's great that we're we're documenting in a sense this and i thought that was this is a random side point but will was talking about you know um you know, he loves doing all like podcasting and everything and like making videos. And he's like, I just would love like for my kid be able to like look back and hear how I thought. And, and yeah. yeah. And I was like, it's so true. Like to give a part of your person hmm. in history is like to, to put your voice out there for the world. You know I what I mean? Of that. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, And it's, it changes the way we look at failure too. Like if we don't see anything as failures, Mm -hmm. but only as learning experiences to get better and don't stop, just keep learning. You're not, cause you're not failing. You're just learning. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's a whole podcast. Oh my gosh. I don't know where that comes from. Write that down. No, that's like, that's like a passion failing podcast of mine. I don't, what am I writing down? I'm not even sure. I'll tell you after. Tell me later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a whole podcast. Oh my gosh. It's my favorite. Like one of my favorite subjects. Okay. So, what a great chat. Do we say that every time? Is that I fair? I don't know. It's always a great chat. It is a great chat. I do have a word of the day for you. Oh, okay. I have another one. Tell me. Filch. 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 Okay. Oh, you're going to like this definition. <laughs> Filch. Um, that's such a random <laughs> word. I don't even know if I can come up with one. <gasps> No, 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 I will. I will. No, 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 I will. I will figure one one out. Um, When two finches fight. (laughs) It's filthy. So it's filch. It's filching. I kind of tagged along on that. It's called filching. Filching. Okay, fair enough. The definition is to steal secretly or casually. Oh my gosh, that's Isn't that hilarious? To steal secretly. There's a sentence, but it's really long. I don't know yeah. if you want to hear it. I probably not, because you need to get going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Don't be filthy, people. Again, we're all over the place on social media, y'all. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Please follow us. Also, rate us. And go ahead and give us a comment if you like what you're listening to. Wherever you hear this podcast. Come back and fight with us. Thanks for hanging out. Bye. Bye.